This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 175. I'm calling it planning out and surviving summer. Can y'all even believe that it's summer? Like it's, I know if you're a stickler for certain things, you're probably going, it's technically not summer. It's summer. If kids are out of school, it's summer. Anyway, um, this is my last podcast before, um, I take a break for my own sanity and for my enjoyment with my kids while they're out of school. Um, but so before I do that, let me just remind you of a couple of things. I know this gets tedious, but I just don't want you to miss anything because then I always hear from people who miss it. Um, I am going to be speaking in Minneapolis in, I think, right around two weeks. Um, I'm recording this ahead of time, so I'm not for sure. Uh, but I would love to meet you there if you were in that area. So, um, I'll be at the Pinners conference and I will be at a church in St. Paul. So, um, just check that out on a slash speaking. Also, um, I have, uh, I'm going to link these in the show notes, but I have several resources for your summer, um, that I will be talking about as we, um, go on in this podcast. Uh, one of those of course are my books and you know, if you're on a road trip and you want to just listen to my audiobooks on the road trip, maybe the people in your family will also hear what's going on and, and, um, either understand you better or maybe, Hey, you'll start working together. So anyway, before I do that though, I want to introduce you to our first podcast sponsor today, daily harvest daily harvest delivers one step prep frozen plant-based eats straight to your door with your choice of smoothies, savory harvest bowls, soups, functional lattes, overnight oats, and more. Daily Harvest makes healthy eating easy with delicious plant-based foods that are ready in as little as 30 seconds. So you can do more of what you actually want to be doing. Okay, y'all, I have a problem. I never imagined at one time in my life that I would ever have Y'all, sometimes I forget to eat lunch or breakfast. It is the most bizarre thing. I get going with some project and suddenly I am starving. It's in those moments when I end up staring into the fridge or pantry. And usually it's something unhealthy that seems fastest and easiest. And that's why I am loving Daily Harvest. It's a subscription service that makes healthy eating easy and requires basically no effort. So what is Daily Harvest? Daily Harvest delivers perfectly portioned, individually portioned, cups of frozen organic fruits and vegetables directly to your door. It all stays fresh in the freezer until you're ready to eat. And then it takes just one step to prepare. All you have to do is add water or your favorite milk 
meaning like regular milk or almond milk or coconut milk or whatever, to the cup and blend, heat, or soak. It's that easy. It makes the easiest option also a healthy option. Just this morning, I had the strawberry peach smoothing, smoothing, smoothie, which also has oats, flax seed, and goji berry. I have no idea if that's how you're actually supposed to say goji berry, but I will tell you it was delicious and it was an easy, healthy breakfast that was definitely a big level up from anything I've ever thrown together on my own. You can go to daily-harvest.com and enter the promo code CLEAN to get three cups free in your first box. That's promo code CLEAN for three free Daily Harvest cups at daily-harvest.com. That's daily-harvest.com, promo code CLEAN. Okay. And so we are going to talk about, um, planning out and surviving summer. So specifically, um, it's different for different people in different stages of life. Um, but I am going to talk specifically about those in similar stages of life to me who, um, you know, have kids or, uh, you know, that makes summer crazy. Although I really think summer is different for most people because so many things like I know my mom's in garden club and. She doesn't have kids at home, but they take summers off. You know, that's just kind of what it is. So, um, anyway, we're going to be doing this or maybe you have grandkids coming to visit you or nieces and nephews or whatever. Anyway, we're talking about this, um, specifically decluttering with your kids. So if you have kids, um, and you are, they're out of school, that first week is the week where it's like, everything's new. Everybody's fresh. I personally have found that if I'm going to get major stuff done, it needs to be done that week. I mean, cause after that things just either, I don't know, either I lose my oomph or, uh, something happens. I don't know, but getting done the things I really, really want to get done. That's the time to do it. Um, so if you're going to, you know, work on decluttering with your kids, cause remember just like so many other things I've talked about, you know, decluttering is the thing that lasts. Once the stuff is actually out of the house, then it's out of the house. You know, it's gone and it, you, yes, more stuff is going to come in, but when something leaves and goes off to the thrift store or wherever you're donating it, it's gone. Um, and so using this time to declutter with your kids, here's some strategies for that. Summer in the beginning, you know, everything is new. Everything is exciting. You know, we might be going to the summer movie. Uh, check out your local summer movies. I know ours does a 50 cent movie and there's some places that have them for free or a dollar or whatever. Um, but you know, look for stuff like that and then do the whole this before that strategy, meaning, okay, this is what we're doing this afternoon. So this morning, let's spend an hour working in your room before we go swimming or before, even before, Hey, let's get some stuff done before you guys watch a movie just on the TV at home or whatever. Um, that this before that strategy is very effective when working with kids, partly because, um, there's motivation to get this done because there's something to look forward to, but it also gives that, um, timeline. And I know, you know, with my own kids, with my own self, let's just be honest. Um, if I am just going to get started and think, Oh, this project here is so completely overwhelming to me. I don't want to start it because I don't want to spend the next seven, 
days working on this project because surely that's how long it's going to take me. But instead, if I say, okay, I'm doing such and such fun thing this afternoon. So to earn that or even just deserve it or whatever, um, you don't have to say that if you don't want to, but in the morning, I'm going to work for an hour on this. Yes, we're going to do something fun later. So that means that we're not working on this all day, but we are going to work on it for an hour and giving the kids that kind of a time limit, letting them have a tangible thing of, yes, we're going swimming at two o'clock this afternoon. Um, that gives them this knowledge that this isn't forever, which somehow makes the resistance less. This is all coming from my own perspective and how I operate too. So anyway, it does seem to work well with children as well. Um, other things are just to frame it as, Hey, let's rearrange your room. Rearranging your room is really, really fun, right? I mean, it just is. It's so much fun to rearrange your room. So that is a great motivation to declutter because when you rearrange the room, Oh, let's see, here's the stuff that you love that you play with all the time. Where do you want to put this in a fun place that will make it fun and accessible? Oh yeah. Well, that means there's not enough room for this stuff anymore. And just touching things and all and rearranging and thinking toward the future helps to reveal those things that are maybe grown out of at this point. Um, you can also do it as, Hey, it's summertime. Um, you know, you're going to want to play a lot in the playroom. So let's declutter the playroom. Let's make some space for playing. Let's set up a, um, a little house area. That's one of the things I did with my daughter when she was, um, younger and we had the playroom. One of the things that really helped was when I set it up with the little kitchen and the little table and all the things that she wanted to play with and made it more of a play space as a place, as opposed to, a toy storage room. Okay. So we started to look at it that way. So like, Oh, let's set up a little, you know, what is it that you would love to have in your playroom? Maybe it's a library corner, you know, maybe they like to play library. That's the kind of stuff I like to do as a child. And maybe they want to play school, whatever. Okay. Let's get your, um, you know, a little, um, table here for your school stuff and a little, blackboard or marker board or whatever it is that you've got already, um, over here and let's set up a little school thing so that it's a play space as opposed to, as opposed to a tour. Yeah. Ooh, this is going to go really well. I can tell it's almost summer. y'all. <laughs> anyway, but instead of a toy storage space, make it the play space and make that the focus. And that is more fun and naturally helps decluttering happen. We want a play space, a space for you to have your own little classroom to play school. Okay. If we're going to have that, then that means we need to get rid of some of this other stuff because we want the space for you to be able to play. And so that is just ways to approach that. I'm also going to plug my, um, five step clutter shakedown. One, that was the course that I created back in January, or I guess it was December. Um, but it's a course, it's a five video course. It's also got audio files. If you're not a video person, it's also got, um, PDF transcripts of the videos themselves. But in it, I, I visibly show the decluttering process and I talk through each step in the five step decluttering process. And the thing I did not expect from that was all the feedback that I've gotten from parents of having watched it with their children and then realized, 
that it made decluttering so much easier for them because they were on the same page. They were speaking the same decluttering language and that decluttering language was coming from the lady on the TV and not from mama. And you know, sometimes that helps, right? Okay. So it's like, okay, let's discuss this crazy woman's, um, rules and steps that she has. Let's talk through that as a, here, we're having this conversation about it and let's use this strategy. Um, instead of mom saying, Hey, go pick up all the trash instead saying, um, this lady in these videos that we've watched together has, um, you know, she says to start with trash. So let's go do that. I, I mean, I've heard from so many people who are like, we watched the videos and the next thing I knew, which I mean, none of this is guaranteed obviously, but, um, the next thing I knew my kids had, um, you know, filled three trash bags with trash in their room where before we'd go around and turn around in circles and look around and argue and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, I am just encouraging There is a, um, I'll put it in the show notes, but there is a $5 off a uh, coupon code to, um, get that course. It is $25, but it's worth it. Okay. So anyway, you can watch that with your kids, but even if you don't do that, just get in those rooms and start decluttering using all the strategies that you already, um, know from listening to these podcasts. Okay. Uh, one of my plans for summer to use summer. Well, um, you know, I have over the years, um, I have an ebook called teaching kids to clean. I'll also link that in the show notes. Um, but in those times I have taught my kids how to do laundry. I've taught them how to sweep and mop and, um, clean the bathrooms and all that kind of stuff. This is the year where my goal I'll report on this after the summer because I am recording this before summer starts. But my goal for the summer is that my kids completely do their own laundry. Now, I know there are a lot of you who you have your kids do this anyway. I know there are people who rather um, know it all, Lee, say that no kid over the age of eight should not be doing their own laundry all the time. That's fine. That's awesome if you want to do that. Um, Our family routine works best to have a laundry day and the kids pitch in and they help out in the whole process um, whenever they're home. But this summer, I want them to each do their own laundry, start to finish their own stuff. It's clean because they cleaned it. It's not clean if they didn't clean it. So you have a choice. You can wash or you can stink. Okay. So that's just reality. Um, and thankfully they're all at the age where they do care about not stinking. So yay, we've, we finally arrived in that stage, which is awesome. Um, but just so that they understand that now having the Monday is usually laundry day. I think that, you know, that's going to be the natural reminder. That's when I'm going to do, um, my husband's and I, and my laundry. Um, so, you know, for them, it'll be a reminder of, okay, it's time for you guys to be thinking about laundry and doing all that. And I will help them. I'll teach them how to do it. Okay. Which of course I've taught them before, but you know what? I'm the kind of person who needs to be retaught things. So anyway, I will teach them again. Um, I'm also, you know, things that I have done to make sure that I'm ready for that. I decluttered my laundry room, which was a disaster. Okay. But it needs to be easily usable. I need to eliminate legit excuses and it being a disaster 
was a legit excuse. And so I decluttered it last weekend. So it is ready to go so that when I say, okay, guys, you're completely in charge of your own laundry this summer. Um, there's not the, oh, it's, it's hard to find the laundry detergent. It's hard to get in there and, you know, and step on things. Okay. That those excuses are eliminated because I already took care of that. Okay. So it's time to just go in. So all they have to do is just walk right in and do their laundry. Okay. Is it going to go perfectly? I doubt it. Is one person going to decide that he has to do laundry right this second and um, so-and-so's laundry is still in the washing machine? I'm sure that that is going to happen. That's something we're going to have to deal with, but this is my goal that they do that. I have a kid who I only have one more summer after this before he graduates from high school. Oh my word, y'all. That's crazy. But it's truth. And so I need him to know, I know he could do it and he'll be fine even if we didn't do this, but I need him to know that he can walk into the laundromat at his dorm and do the laundry because he knows all the basics. Okay. Cause he can, he can do that. So I want that. That's, you know, motivation for me to make sure that they know, start to finish how to do all that. Um, Maybe for you, it's something different. Maybe it's, um, maybe it's the summer where you do the, your focus for the summer is either just general cleaning skills, like in teaching kids to clean, or maybe it's just, this is the summer that the one thing I'm going to focus on really hard is cleaning bathrooms. Or the one thing I'm going to focus on really hard is, um, you know, a nightly dishwashing routine as a family. You know what, but you know, sometimes narrowing it down to this is going to be the thing instead of having this huge, like I'm going to teach my kids all these thousands of different things this summer. Um, that's great and awesome. But even if you make a list like that, the thing I have learned is to prioritize it and say, okay, we're going to at least do this one. And then if we can, we're going to do these. You know, but for me, the one thing that I really want to focus on this summer is them doing their own laundry. Okay. Um, a couple other things. Oh, but before I get to some more things, let me tell you about our next sponsor. I am so excited about this next sponsor. It is the perfect Father's Day gift. Even a total last minute on the way to the cookout one for those of us who are super sentimental. StoryWorth. StoryWorth was founded by a guy who wanted his dad to record his amazing stories. The family enjoyed the process so much that they launched in April of 2013 so that families around the world can share in this gift as well. So what is StoryWorth? StoryWorth makes it easy and fun for your loved ones to share their stories with weekly emailed story prompts, questions you may have never thought to ask. At the end of the year, they'll get their stories bound in a beautiful hardcover book. Here's how it works. You purchase a subscription for someone you love, and each week, StoryWorth sends them an email with a question about their life. They simply reply to this email with their story or record it over the phone by calling the StoryWorth number. All the stories are private and only shared with family that you choose. After a year their stories will be bound into a beautiful keepsake book. 
We're all about memories around here, right? This is a unique way to preserve your memories. Pass on treasures to your children and their future families. Instead of stuff, keep the stories. And after a year of weekly prompts, there will be a hardcover printed book up to 480 pages with stories and photos. So the extended family can enjoy this process. You can invite an unlimited number of people to receive the stories each week. Data is secure and everything is private by default. You control who sees your stories. You can edit the stories on storyworth.com. I gave a subscription to my own dad and every week I get a heads up about the question he's going to be getting asked that week. I can even go in and pick which questions are best for him. One of the unique things about my dad is how amazing he is at getting other people to talk. He is a great conversationalist because he's a great listener, but I want to know his stories too. I love the story worth questions like, what was your mom, my grandma, like when you were a child? And what was your first job? For $20 off, visit storyworth.com slash clean when you subscribe. Again, go to storyworth.com slash clean for $20 off when you subscribe. Okay. All right. Because I get questions about this and because I have tried so many different things, I'm going to tell you some of our basic things that work really well for summer. Okay. Some things that just make, um, family life a little smoother in the summer with kids. Um, one of those is, this is not sponsored. This part is not sponsored. Um, circle by Disney. It's a device that you buy. It's around a hundred dollars. You can get them on Amazon. I will link to it in the show notes, my affiliate link anyway, but, um, it's a device that you hook up to your Wi-Fi, which then lets you control anything that is run through your Wi-Fi. Okay. So what that means is you hook it up and it's going to identify everything that's going through your Wi-Fi in your house. And the hardest part is assigning each of those things, figuring out what they are, because sometimes they're just a series of numbers and letters, but assigning them to an individual person. And then you have an app on your phone. I know this sounds complicated. I promise it's not as complicated as it sounds, but you have an app on your phone and you have, I have like, let's say me, and these are all the devices that are assigned to me. Okay. And there are maybe some that are just assigned to home in general. I can put time limits per device per person. Okay. So let's say that my daughter, her Kindle, I can put certain limits on there. She's not allowed to do any kind of online shopping on it. She has a Kindle fire. Um, she's not allowed to, you know, do this, this, and this, these are the specific controls for age levels for that specific person and that specific device. And I can also put a time limit and say, she's allowed to be on it. Now this is only the Wi-Fi stuff that's on it, but she's allowed to be on it for an hour a day. And here's a bedtime. And then you can do a separate one for weekends. I know this sounds complicated, but y'all, it is really a very, very, very helpful device. You can also, and this is what I'm adding for the summer is you can also do a monthly subscription that, um, you can set up to also control when they're on data as opposed to Wi-Fi. Okay. Um, so that's circle by Disney. I highly recommend it. Um, okay. So here's something too. I know video games in the summer can be a, a real, um, 
frustration for mamas, you know, cause you don't want them playing video games all day, but at the same time it is summer, you know, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, so we've tried all different sorts of things. I've tried timers. Timers didn't always work the greatest. Um, I've tried doing one night a week. Like we did when the kids were, it's probably been five or six years ago, but the kids were younger and we said, okay, on Tuesday nights, you guys can, um, you know, that's the night when you can watch TV as late as you want and you can do that. So it kind of made it a slumber party. It kind of worked. They got tired of it toward the end of the summer, mostly because they were having to, um, you know, it's like this was their one night and one kid wanted to play one game and the other kid wanted to play another game. And that was frustrating. Um, what we have done probably the last three or four years at least is, um, and this is partly because my kids are older, but if your kids are younger, you might make it a different time, you know, but a couple hours for their bedtime, whatever. But we, I said, um, you can play video games, watch TV, um, after eight o'clock and it kind of naturally takes care of itself because my boys both do summer workout stuff. You know, my one kid was a swimmer and he's not going to do that this year, but, um, did swimming and had to be, you know, at swim practice at six o'clock in the morning. So they couldn't stay up too late, but, um, that just kind of naturally took care of it. And my kids are older. They can stay up a lot later in the summer if they don't have something the next morning. So it's that after eight o'clock, but the, the reason why setting that up helped us so much is it just made it something where I wasn't constantly being asked. This is the established thing after eight o'clock, go for it before eight o'clock. It would be if we're watching something together on TV, you know, like that, it's not like we don't watch any other TV, but you know, we might watch a movie together in the morning or the afternoon or something like that. Um, here's another thought on pool time. I am a huge fan of going to the pool. Okay. I have a post that I wrote a couple years ago that I always share every summer about, um, you know, how I manage to deal with that because as a mama, a mama who's not a bikini type mama at all, Oh my word. The thought is hilarious. Um, you know, I, I had to just deal with the fact that I'm putting my bathing suit on every single day of the summer. Cause it's that important to me to get my kids outside. And the only thing to do outside in the summer in Texas is go to swimming. So anyway, um, the way I do that is I do a tankini top, which is, you know, like a, um, bathing suit top, but it's not a bikini. It goes all the way down. Um, board shorts, and a bikini bottom. So nobody sees the bikini bottom. It's basically like swimming underwear. Okay. And then board shorts, which you can order on Amazon. I'll link to some in the show notes. Um, but those are, um, it, it makes me feel comfortable. I'm not feeling like I'm hanging out anywhere, but it's also easy to, you know, go to the bathroom and all that, especially if you have little kids, it's very helpful. You know, if you're having to take them and, you know, it can be awkward um, with a one piece bathing suit to deal with that anyway. Um, but here's another thing too, is memberships at the pool versus paying each time. I'm just going to do a little shout out for your local pool who probably needs the money anyway to be supported to buy a membership as opposed to paying each time as a frugal person, it is hard to not do the math and go, well, technically I wonder if we would save money by paying every single time. Well, there is a mental block that happens there because if we are paying, I think it would cost us 
it's over $20 to go. Like I think maybe $24 every time we went to the pool, it would cost us that much. It is harder for me to justify paying $24 to go to the pool than it is to pay the membership at the beginning of the summer. And then because we already have the membership, I'm willing to go for an hour. And sometimes, especially when my kids were younger, they just needed an hour on a certain day. Like maybe we were running around doing all these different things and let's go jump in the pool and swim for an hour or they're all being cranky. We're going to the pool for an hour. Um, that mentally, if I had to pay $24 for one hour, I wouldn't do it. But if I've already paid for the whole summer and we can go for an hour here or five hours another day or whatever, mentally, we are so much more likely to go to the pool more often if I've paid the membership. Even if down the line, it might not um, come out to be a technically way better deal to buy the membership. It's better for us to actually get out there and be healthy and go swimming. Okay. All right. Now here's one more thing. And I've written a post about this so you can see um, some of the stuff that I have on there. And this is feeding kids in the summer. What I'm doing. Uh, I did this last year and it worked really, really well. So I'm kind of tweaking it and adding something else to it. And I'll let you know. So anyway, how this goes, but my kids probably from the time they were, I think from the time they were all in school. So, you know, my youngest would have been five and my oldest or my youngest six probably. And my oldest nine or 10, um, they've been on their own for breakfast and lunch in the summer partly just because they were capable and able, but you know, I mean, I, I just, I really want them to be able to feed themselves. <laughs> it's like one of my goals, you know? Um, and it's not like, I mean, I would help them or whatever, but I didn't do any kind of a formal, this is what we're all sitting down and eating together for breakfast and lunch in the summer. Um, because they, you know, and they learned how to scrambled eggs blah. Again, not speaking very well here as we get close to summer, but they learned how to scramble eggs. They learned how to, um, you know, make toast, um, you know, cook sausage, uh, for their breakfast, pour their own cereal, you know, yogurt, all that kind of stuff, figure out what to eat and then actually make it happen. Um, they could make a fried egg sandwich, a grilled cheese sandwich, um, you know, make their own sandwich, whatever for lunch. Um, and that just lets me go, okay, they're going to be able to feed themselves on their own. But this is what I did last summer that really worked well. So the last day of school, I, uh, we always go out to lunch cause they usually have a half day. And then we headed to Walmart, the grocery store. And we said, I told them you have a $20 budget and you need to get breakfast and lunch stuff for the next two weeks with that $20, but this is $20 each. Okay. So that's a total of 60 and $15 of your budget is for stuff. That's going to be shared by everybody. And $5 of the stuff from your budget is going to be stuff that we're going to mark with a Sharpie marker. That's only for you that nobody else can eat. Okay. So you have $5 to spend on stuff that you don't have to share and $15 to spend on stuff you do have to share. Now, over time, it got better throughout the summer. So like the first time they all kind of, I'll tell you what they got. 
um, they got a lot of the stuff that I'd never let them get before, <laughs> like the little breakfast sandwiches, um, or the little breakfast bowls or whatever. They turned out to not really like those things as much as they thought they would like it seeing the picture on the box. Okay. Cause some of them had onions or peppers in them or whatever. Um, they figured out what they did like and didn't like. So the first time was a little bit rougher, but I mean, I had bread and I had eggs and that kind of stuff I personally bought or, you know, whatever. Um, but they learned over time what they liked to do. It's funny because this summer I've had two of them already on their own talk to me about, okay, are we going to do that again? Cause this is what I'm thinking I would like to have to eat in the summer. One of them is like, well, I want uh, grilled chicken. Uh, he's trying to eat healthy. He's like, I want some, some grilled chicken that's already cooked and frozen. Um, and I told him, I said, well, you know, if you, um, if you get the, you know, I've got chicken already at home that you could grill on your own. And then it's going to be a whole lot cheaper for you, you know? So he's like, Oh, okay. You know, so maybe get one bag of the pre-cooked and frozen and then another bag like that. I mean, and then, you know, grill his own because he also wants to grill this summer. He wants to learn how to grill, which he's old enough to do. But so we've got that, um, you know, my daughter's already thinking about what she'd like to get. They started working together toward the end of the summer. Okay. We really like such and such because they started to figure out what they enjoyed. So you buy the biscuits, I'll buy the sausage patties, and then we'll all have, you know, sausage biscuits that we can eat during the summer. Or you buy this, you buy that, and then they would work together. Now, there's always that one kid, right? So the one kid that also figured out that he would buy $10 of the stuff that he really, really wanted for himself, he would mark $5 worth, but he would first eat up the $5 worth that he hadn't marked for himself. So then he got all of that before anybody realized what was happening and then would eat the stuff that, um, he had marked for himself. So I'm going to have to watch that this summer. But anyway, um, but yeah, so one of the things I did this time as I've made a price list. So some of the things that I know that they like, you know, I can remember the first time I would go grocery shopping for myself, being shocked at how cheap certain things were, and then being shocked at how expensive other things were, and just not really having a concept of how much different types of foods cost. And so I made a list of um, the things that I know that they will like. And I went into my Walmart grocery pickup app and I just saw how much they cost. And, um, I have that on a list so that they can look at that and they can make a plan because not having a plan meant that one of my kids came back with four 12 packs of ramen noodles. Yes, I did send him back, but he was like, I don't know. And so he just got those anyway, whatever he learned, he got much better through the summer, but So I did things like, you know, my daughter really likes egg noodles. And so I put on my list. Yeah, those are around, you know, depending on what brand you get around a dollar 50 a package. Okay. Um, my one son really likes chili dogs. So I wrote down that a package of eight hot dog buns, Walmart brand is 87 cents, a package of 10 hot dogs at the moment. And I did make sure I set at the top of the list that 
you have to check the price. You go by the actual price in the store, not the price I have on here because those prices can change. Um, you know, it's like legal mumbo jumbo with your kids. If you have teenagers, you know why that's necessary. Anyway, um, but a package of 10 hot dogs is $2.74. A can of Wolf brand chili is $1.88. I already have the shredded cheese because that's just something we keep on hand. Um, but you know, so that way they can go, all right, well, this is enough for this many meals and they can plan that. Um, a can of ravioli, you know, that's something I almost never buy anymore since I don't do coupons anymore. I used to occasionally. Um, but my kids, that's the kind of stuff they're like, Oh, that's fun to have. That's a dollar a can. Oh, it kind of opens up their mind to, Oh, okay. Well I could get, you know, two cans of that and have that. Um, you know, how much are bagel bites? Those are kind of expensive compared to a lot of other things, but that's something they really want. So I have that on the list as something that they can, um, you know, do the math. Um, I have it listed out as, you know, frozen biscuits because that's something they like. They love to have biscuits on, um, you know, in the morning, um, a 20 count of frozen biscuits is $4 or you can get canned biscuits for a dollar for a small package, but you're not going to have as much. They don't taste as good either. Um, you know, and just the different types of things that I know that they like, I have written out on a list just to give them a starting point so that they can walk into the store and have a general idea of what it is that, um, how much things are going to cost and what they could afford. And so they can plan. So that's something I'm going to print these out and bring them with me. Um, when we go out to lunch and give them that, so that give them their copies. Okay. Of the, the price list of just ideas so that when we go to the store, they'll already have a little bit of, um, you know, background and understanding and a, and a plan so that, you know, this time we're going into it very differently than we did last time because they, already know what to expect. You know, they've done this before. And so they have a general idea. So in doing that, um, you know, they can work together on that. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And one last thing that I'm going to do, and I have done this before, but I haven't done it in a couple summers, but it works well, is um, I'm going to ask them each to learn how to make a somewhat complicated meal. Okay? Does not mean it has to be super duper fancy, but just something that's a little more than. Um, you know, like spaghetti, which is what 
you know, one of my kids had made before. One had made tacos and one had made spaghetti back when they were like seven and eight or nine or something like that. But it's time for them to learn how to make something a little more complicated. Not because they need to know how to make a complicated meal, but because if you can make one complicated meal and get it down, then you basically can figure out how to make anything you want to figure out how to make, you know, so just getting them comfortable with taking on something a little bit more complicated. So my ideas that I'm going to suggest, and then it's going to be whatever they want to do, which will pretty much guaranteed not be what I want them to do, but whatever. Um, like, well, one of them has already said he wants to learn how to grill. Okay. He's also said he'd like to learn how to bake. I'm like, go for it. You know, so what's the thing that you want to do? And then that way it also lets me make sure that I have the stuff that they need to be able to learn this. Um, one we've talked about, um, learning how to make homemade pasta. This is somebody who loves pasta. So we've talked about, okay, what would that involve? Another one is the one I'm going to have to really convince, but my suggestion for him is going to be lasagna. He loves lasagna. Um, technically lasagna is it's work, but it's not, you know, it's not like making pasta, right? Even though probably those of you who've made pasta, um, think that's not that complicated. I don't know anyway, but you know, this one, this is something I can help him learn how to do. It's not crazy complicated, but it is something that takes work and something that will be an accomplishment for him. So I'm going to have, um, I'm going to suggest that he choose lasagna. Um, and so like one of the things that I've already done is looked up in my cookbooks, you know, how homemade pasta recipe, something very simple so that I have a, it's not just an ambiguous idea, but okay. So we've talked about you making pasta. Here's the recipe and the instructions for you to do that. Okay. And not like all of this stuff is going to happen that I've talked about today, but having a plan, sometimes the vast majority of it happens in the first week after school is out. Right. I mean, cause that's when everybody's like, okay, what am I going to get done this summer? So going ahead and being ready and having thought through some of this stuff increases the chances that it will happen as opposed to an ambiguous idea of, oh, let's learn some new things this summer. And then all of a sudden it's the first week of August and we haven't actually done anything. So, okay. Um, let's see before I go, just want to make sure to remind you, I've been reminding you, but this is it. This is the last podcast before my summer break. So make sure you subscribe in whatever type of, um, wherever you listen to podcasts, make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss out when I come back in August. Um, and just a reminder, I will be in Minneapolis soon. I may also be in Seattle. Well, scratch that because by the time this comes out, I will know that for sure. And I'll have let you know. Um, But, uh, other things too, don't forget about five day clutter shakedown. There is a $5 off coupon making that $25. And that's the video course that you can go through with your kids. You can watch it as many times as you want. Do it at your own pace. Do only one of the lessons and hopefully make progress with that. Um, anyway, I just encourage you to do that. I also have my teaching kids to clean ebook. And also, um, for those of you who, um, you maybe have a little bit more time than you have in the past and you haven't been able to read through the blog from the beginning, which is what I suggest for those who are completely overwhelmed to actually read in order what I did going from totally overwhelmed to getting things under control. Um, I do have years one through three in ebook form that you can get. So I will link to all of those in the show notes for this. And I hope you'll have a fantastic summer and I will see you guys or I will talk to you guys in August. All right. Bye.